Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Jeff Heisner, video journalist and digital media director for the Michigan District. And today we're talking with our very own president of the Michigan District, Dave Davis. And President Davis, first off, I've got to ask for a quick state of the district. How are things going right now in the district? Well, so far, so good. I think uh, this week I'm officially 100 days into serving as district president. Uh, people have been kind and gracious to me. It's been a great thing to get around. I've been to a number of different congregations, met with a number of uh, pastors, lay leaders across the district, attended uh, an inordinate number of meetings already, thinking about uh, how to move forward. But I'm excited. Um, my predecessor, Dave Meyer, left things in great shape. Uh, we were focused in the district on healthy churches, healthy church workers, great commission ministry, great compassion ministry. And it's, uh, if I can say it this way, it's been an exciting thing to uh, step in and get involved and look forward to, by God's grace, uh, great fruitfulness in ministry across the district. So yeah, so far, so good. So are those four pillars still the Michigan district's priorities? Uh, absolutely. I think our district has been heading in a great direction for some time now. And I want to just be involved in helping with whatever are the next steps, but there's no big change in direction. Uh, we want to move forward and really be of, especially from the district standpoint, really be a blessing to local congregations, uh, local pastors and church workers and other congregational leaders. So yeah, we're headed in the same direction. Well, with that in mind, uh, the district has a big conference coming up on February 4th in Lansing, and it's open to everyone, pastors, church workers, and most importantly, open to laity. It's the theological conference. It's titled The Word Works, Building an Ethic of Bible Reading. How excited are you for this being 100 days in now? Yeah, not only is this part of that 100 days in, but this is the first real project that I've been able to have a hand in. Uh, shaping. A lot of the other things were already in the pipeline, but this one was one that I was able to be more personally involved in and figuring out and putting together. And I, this is one of those ministries that uh, President Meyer put into place, theological conferences, not for pastors only, but for the lay people. And, uh, you know, I've just always thought personal Bible reading, very specifically reading through the whole Bible in a year, is one of the best things we can do as followers of Jesus. And to be able to shape a conference on the front end of my time in office along that line is, is great. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Hope people turn out for it and find it a blessing. So we've got a number of great speakers. We've got the Reverend Dr. Mark Hayner, uh, Dr. Thad Polk, and Reverend Dr. Jeff Kloa. What should we expect from these speakers? I'm very excited about these particular speakers. And I think uh, we have organized uh, a certain logic or development of thought between them. Jeff Kloh is gonna kick it off. Um, his, his expertise is um, uh, the, the texts of the Bible. He's the director of the Bible Museum in Washington, DC. I hope folks look that up and go visit. And I've asked him to talk about, well, how can we really trust that we have what they wrote. Uh, people sometimes might say, well, if I knew I really had what 
the apostles and disciples of Jesus actually wrote? Hasn't it been copies of copies of copies and gotten all off off target? But if I knew I really had what they wrote, then I think it might be helpful for me. And Jeff's going to help us think through that so that uh, we can see that that we have the actual texts or in what way we have them so that we can read the scriptures with great confidence that that these aren't made up words in the last 2000 years, but what was experienced at the very time of Jesus. So Jeff's going to give us that kind of a, a textual understanding. Uh, I'm excited too about Dr. Polk. Uh, Dr. Polk, although he's a very faithful Lutheran Christian, is not a pastor. Uh, he's a scientist. And he's going to come in and talk to us about uh, how the the brain makes habits. We say, oh, I'd, I'd like to read the Bible, but I have to get into some kind of a habit. How do you build a habit? What helps for habits? What works against habits? And so he's going to speak to us about that. Uh, someone might say, well, if we're studying the Bible, why do we have a scientist coming in to talk to us? I think about that is, is uh, we say in our circles, it's a first article sort of issue. Uh, it has to do with God as creator and God has created us in certain ways. And so certain ways that our brains and our bodies work because of the creator can impact how we live. And so he's going to help us think through as creatures of God, how we build habits, whether it's with Bible reading or anything else we might want to think about. And then uh, 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 Mark Hainer, I actually heard Mark Hainer speak at a conference earlier this year, and uh, he just made the Old Testament come alive. And I think when people think about, oh, read the Bible, well, what about the Old Testament with all those names and lists and numbers? Do I really have to read the Old Testament? Is there anything in there? And isn't that all law anyways? First of all, it's not all law. There's as much or more gospel in the Old Testament than anything else. But uh, Mark's going to be very helpful in making the Old Testament come alive and I think help excite people about reading not just the New Testament, but the whole thing. Include So his, his topic, I think, is called, you mean the Old Testament too? You know, when we read the Bible, do we have to read the Old Testament too? So I, I think we've got um, uh, some great speakers lined up for this. Very cool. Um, and we'll also hear from Andrew Jones, who wrote the book, 10 Questions to Ask every time you read the Bible. Now, this is a book that you're familiar with and should provide some good takeaways for people in attendance, right? Yeah, and in this too, I'm excited about. Actually, I got uh, interested in Andrew and his book because of our speaker or one of our speakers, Jeff Cloa. He said, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is what he said, uh, that this is the best book of this sort that he's ever read <laughs> about giving people some ways to access the Bible. When I read the scripture, um, you know, what, what do I ask? Where do I see Jesus? And uh, what questions should come to my mind? Um, you know, I'm not giving away his book, but for instance, some questions we would ask is, what does this tell me about Jesus? Um, what does this tell me about the law or the gospel? So there are uh, certain questions that we might uh, consider as we access the Bible. And here's what's, uh, not, not only are we going to uh, hear from him, but we're going to give a copy of his book away uh, to, to everyone who attends, or at least I think the first 200 people uh, that sign up, we're going to make sure that 
that they have a book. So uh, we look forward to hearing from him and we'll make these books available if we need to get more. We'll figure out a way to do that. So President Davis, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it, it's safe to assume you want people to know that difference that reading the Bible makes in their lives. So tell us how it's impacted you and still continues to speak to you. Yeah, when I think about reading the Bible, um, I think about it not as uh, reading for information, but I think about it reading in terms of intimacy. Um, you know, the, the way we get to know one another is through words. Uh, words bring meaning, words bring relationship. I like to say, uh, for instance, the cross is absolutely meaningless unless there are words about it. If there aren't words that tell us what happened on the cross, who was on the cross, what happened after the cross, uh, the cross itself would be meaningless, but it's, it's, it's words that build relationships. Uh, that's just true you know, across all human relationships, but especially when it comes to uh, a, a relationship with God, uh, a relationship with Jesus as Lord and Savior. I think about the work of the Spirit all of that comes in and through the word. Uh, I, I know it's changed my life. And I, uh, when I first became a pastor, I hope I can't, hope nobody holds this against me. I'm not sure how well I really knew the scripture. I'd, I'd read a lot of it, but I certainly hadn't read all of it. And so early in my ministry, I got in the habit of reading through the Bible, cover to cover, not necessarily in that order, every year. And that just, is, is given me a richer relationship with Jesus. Uh, it's given me, I think, biblical language, biblical ideas. And it's, it's also given me uh, a more ready way to express the faith because well, I know this story and I know that story. Um, and it's given me a clearer picture of Jesus. Let me tell you one other thing that, it, that it's done for me is it's kept me humble. I think sometimes when in our circles, we get, I don't know about arrogant, but we, we think we know it all. We know all this theology, but I tell you what, reading through the scripture, no matter what, there are going to be things that it leaves you scratching your head. Say, I'm not quite sure what that means or how that fits in. And I think that keeps us in a right relationship with God that for all we know, he is still a mystery for all we know. And as close as we are to him, he is above and beyond us. And so I, I think that experience helps make it clear that he's God and I'm not. So it, uh, it's a little interesting dy dynamic. I, I might say one other thing just along that, sure. that line, Jeff. Um, you know, an experience about reading through the Bible every year uh, a friend of mine said, actually a cousin of mine said about rereading books and you might reread the same book and it's, it's the same book, but you are not, you're a different person than when you first read the book five years ago, for instance. And so with the scripture, uh, the word doesn't change, but when we read through it, we're often at a different place. And so we'll see something that we hadn't really noticed, not because the Bible's changed, but because we have, and Somehow that's more important right now. So what encouragement or what might you tell someone who might be thinking of coming to the Word Works conference? Uh, the encouragement would be come and bring a friend. <laughs> uh, 
but but beyond that, I have to say, look beyond the idea of this. There, there's a part of this that I was a little worried about putting this conference together. Here's a conference. Uh, we're going to tell you, read your Bible. Do I need to come to a conference to hear that? I, I think my pastor always wants me to read the Bible. Uh, so you might have to get past the title of it and even the idea of it. Because what the conference should do is, is bring some inspiration uh, to you about having a desire to do this rather than just, uh, well, something I probably ought to. I think it also will give you some how-tos. We're going to have some uh, uh, good tables and display tables about. Uh, we've got the book we're giving away. We're going to hear some little testimonies here and there. So th there'll be some good how-tos. And then the third thing that you'll experience is the idea of community. I'm not reading this Bible all by myself, but look at the other brothers and sisters around here that are in the word and reading. And, and so that sense of community, I think, will be a benefit from being a part of the conference itself. So it's Lansing, February 4th, 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m at Our Savior Lutheran Church. You can find out much more at our website. Go to michigandistrict.org slash events, and you can look up the Theological Conference right there. President Davis, thank you so much for joining us. We also want to thank you, the listener, for making this podcast part of your day. God bless.